0: Welcome to The Mentor List.
1: To turn you into the best version of you that's around.
0: To seek support and you need to allow yourself to be supported. Really have a point of difference.
1: What is
2: precious, what's really important, and then putting some boundaries there.
0: The Mentor List specialises in interviews with top business minds. Gather their advice for your career. This is The Mentor List.
2: Welcome to The Mentor List. I'm Sharon Daly, Managing Director for Mentor List Talent, and I'm co-hosting today's episode with a good friend and the Director of Mentor List Digital and Brilliant. Advisory, Peter Chakowski. Thank
1: you, Sharon. Thank you.
2: We are pumped today about today's episode, another topic that we're super passionate about, women in leadership, in particular in the tech industry. And today on the show, we have Leanne Harris, who is executive general manager of business services. She is on the diversity and inclusion committee for VicTrack and on the women in transport management committee for the department of transport, Victoria. Leanne commenced her career at the Commonwealth Bank of Australia, where she spent 16 years and gained broad experience across a number of areas of the bank, including both technical and operational accounting areas and banking services. After leaving Sydney to move to Melbourne, she worked in not-for-profit, oil and gas, philanthropy, property and IT business consulting. In 2015, Leanne moved to the public sector and worked at the Victorian Department of Treasury and Finance in the Budget and Finance Division prior to commencing at Big Track, where she is currently EGM Business Services. Leanne has an Executive Master in Public Administration through the Australian and New Zealand School of Government and the University of Melbourne, CPA, Graduate graduate Certificate in Applied Finance and B-Commerce. She volunteers at Brighton Secondary College, as school counsellor and treasurer. Wow.
1: <laughs> it's an impressive resume. Whoa. There's so much breadth, lots of sectors as well. Lots of Is uh, there
2: anything yeah. you don't do, Leanne? <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound so good, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Fantastic. All right. So, Leanne, That is an amazing career that we can see outlined right there. So I wanted to dive a bit more into your journey and can you talk us through your career path in a bit more detail and a bit more in-depth than what we talked about there, if you can. Well, firstly, thanks for having me here.
0: Really excited to be here, Sharon. So thank you very much for inviting me. Pleasure to
2: have you. Pleasure. Look, I think
0: my career journey has been a bit of a winding tale. It hasn't really been a very linear journey, which I think... As a familiar story for a lot of women and I think that when I first started at the Commonwealth Bank as a university graduate, I never expected to be living in Melbourne, never expected to be then in the public sector. So I think it's interesting that your career journey as in life doesn't really sometimes go out the way you planned it or expect it. So I think for me certainly that wasn't the plan. I started off in business banking at Parramatta in Sydney And I was there for four years and then I moved into head office and did a number of different roles in um, head office in Sydney, tax, accounting, risk, and stayed there for quite some time. And if we were still in Sydney, perhaps I would still be there. I don't know. But then as life would have it, moving to Melbourne, I got the opportunity to try a few different things and I was really open to it. And so being open to new experiences, new cultures, meeting different people, I think having a accounting and finance background helps because those skills are always needed in different industries and it was easy for me to move around i moved into philanthropy and i worked for a year there and then from that area i decided to go and work in a oil and gas startup so it was quite different it also helped me manage my work and life family i had a small family at the time and It was an interesting space having come from a really large Commonwealth Bank of Australia head office to then go to a small philanthropy of about 15 people to then move to an even smaller organisation of about seven people trying to get the business to work and oil and gas explorations, you know, very tough. We did drill really well. It didn't quite work out the way I planned it, and so then I was off again looking for something else. I spent some time working as an IT business consultant at Oracle, and that was exciting until I landed the Treasury Department of Treasury and Finance opportunity, which is where I picked up the Executive Master's of Public Administration. And I spent four years there and it was really interesting and I really enjoyed working at Treasury. I've learnt a lot and I could really see the difference between the private and public sector. And I think also with the studies in policy, that angle really was quite different to working for a profit organisation at the Commonwealth Bank. And then from there, I got the opportunity to move to VicTrack as a GM of finance. And I thought, yes, definitely, this is (laughs) is really going going to be able to kill this. And it was an excellent role, really great foundation for me just to consolidate my knowledge, manage a team. And then I got the opportunity to step up into the executive general manager role, which I'm now working with a multidisciplinary team across legal, finance, health and safety, risk and procurement. So really great opportunities,
2: really grateful to have had them. Yeah, I love that. And I think for our listeners as well, listening to that, Leanne, the journey that you've been on, it just goes to show you don't need to pigeonhole yourself anywhere. And you can grow in a, from a small organization to a bigger organization. So that's fantastic to hear like the growth and the movements of locations and industry. And, and you made it all work. And look at where you are now. So it's all fantastic
0: all the experiences that you have, they all add up. They accumulate. Yeah. So it's something that I've sort of, when I've reflected back, I've thought, "Oh wow, why did I stay there for so long?" But you can sometimes be enjoying a role, and sometimes you can be afraid to leave. That's it. And I think once you feel like you're afraid to leave, that's the time you should move on. That's it. Yeah, yeah. If so you're you enjoying, too you complacent. If you're, <laughs> yeah. If you're enjoying, it, it's fine. Stay because there's still a clearly. A path for you, and you've got goals that's right. that you're achieving. But I think that all of the experiences you have make you who you are, and I think that that's really important because you take them with you; you don't lose them. Absolutely,
1: now, that's brilliant, Leanne. I'm really interested in working across you know a myriad of different sectors, large scale organisations, you know, startup enterprises. You know, perhaps for listeners, what are some of the lessons learned in terms of how you're able to adapt and adjust so well to very different environments? I'm really interested to sort of understand your perspective on that.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I think, I mean, we all have our own different styles. One of the things that have, has helped me is just to understand people a little bit mm-hmm. and to really listen and appreciate that person's journey and where they're coming from mm-hmm. and also just to be humble. And I think that's easy to be humble when you're not from a particular area. So from moving into philanthropy or going into oil and gas, you're not from that industry. So it's easy to be humble. It's easy to sit back and say, well, actually, I don't know. So why don't you tell me and why, like, why don't I just listen? And, you know, if I can help you, then that's what I'm here to do. So going in with that attitude that you don't know because you, you don't and going into you care about the organisation and the people that are there to actually help them, it just provides a really solid basis that people start to see that that's why you're there, that's why you've you've come into the organisation to, you know, to fill this gap of skills that they're missing. Mm -hmm. I found it really quite easy though coming from the Commonwealth Bank because it's such a large organisation and very complex to go to smaller organisations. I'm not saying that you couldn't do it the other way around, I just found it easier that way. I think because if you understand technically your and what you're supposed to be doing then the rest is can be learned so the people side yeah. the culture side but you have to really read the room as well you need mm. to understand where you are in, in the organization and the culture and what you know the behaviors of what people people behave differently in different in different cultures mm. so I think being open to the experience and listening yeah. really helps
2: move and adapt
0: to different environments brilliant
2: And what is one thing you wish you knew when you began your career? That and kind of what advice would you give your former self looking back?
0: Okay, I wish I knew that the thing we just talked about, that it's okay to leave areas and explore and experiment and and move on to different things. Uh, You don't have to have a linear career path. I think that was really, I'd love to have known, I would have loved to have known that when I was younger. I think also too, people always speak about the experience from from their shoes, the way they see things Mm. because they're coming from their own experience. So if they're not very good at you know, finance or accounting, then they just automatically assume that you're not. So you have to just, if they're negative about that, well, you can't do that. Don't take that on board because they're coming from their position that they that's probably right. can't yeah. do it. Yeah. So therefore you just have to know yourself and know, have that self-belief and confidence. And I think that's what's helped me challenge people's opinions about myself because I know myself. And mm. Once you know who you are, it doesn't really matter what other people think. And so I think that that would have been great advice to get because I think certainly I have questioned who I am yeah. and I have held myself back because other people can't do those things so they don't think that you can. But I would just say to myself, just go for it. You've got nothing to lose and just back yourself. So, what was the second part of the question? <laughs> That was it, basically. Yeah, you've covered it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: wonderful. And look, we've covered what advice you'd give your former self. I guess what are the habits then that you feel have served you well in what you've been doing throughout your career path? Discipline. I think you have to have a certain level of discipline
0: when you're working in certain – well, with anything that you do, really. If you want to be good at it, you have to put in the effort. You've got to work hard at it the self-discipline and the motivation has to come from yourself. It can't come from other people because if you want it badly enough, then you'll be able to to get it. Also, honesty. Mm. Like I'm very honest. I find it really hard to lie to people. So not just honest with others, but honest with yourself. So I think that honesty, if you have that honesty about you, that you are honest with other people and yourself, then you see, you can see when other people are being a bit disingenuous and you kind of think, okay, well, I know where you're coming from. And then you can start to question motives and strategy of the other person or the other organization. And so you're able to then disassemble what's actually happening in the moment, and then be able to be a few steps ahead and plan strategically for how you want to get to where you want to go. Mm. So, I think that that's really helped me. And caring. So, caring about what you do. If you don't care about the organization you're in or the people that you're working with at that that point in time, go find somewhere else because you've really got to take care and an interest in, in what you're doing because otherwise, why do it? and then high energy levels try to maintain high energy levels get a good night's sleep eat proper food whatever you have to do i exercise a lot outside of work and that gives me lots of energy because it's a full it's a pretty full on job like you know you, you need to be able to give your energy to it and then have time left over for yourself so i think that those are the things that have really helped me
1: today's podcast is brought to you by mentor list a collaboration of business services and professional growth. We connect the very best minds and insights in Australia to accelerate personal and organisational growth by leveraging and learning through lived experiences. If you love what you hear and want your own direct access to great minds, visit us online to learn more about our mastermind groups, business advisory Digital solutions and our talent division. We are mentorlist.com That's great, Leanne. Like I'm really intrigued by the energy portion of that in terms of the exercise and, and the self-care and looking after yourself. Could you share for listeners a bit in terms of the discipline? How how you maintain disciplines? Take in, in the winter months, no one wants to exercise. I'm a you know a seasonal <laughs> seasonal exercising kind of guy yeah. you know share with people i think in terms of how you approach that and obviously you've shared around the benefits from that but yeah just a bit you know yeah. how to motivate yourself in the sort of winter months perhaps in terms of that exercise and maintaining that discipline
0: yeah that's a good question so for me because when you're when i'm in my work mode mm-hmm. i tend to really focus and sometimes i'm sometimes i'm isolated because i'm not I'm not in a team now, Mm. literally, I've sort of managed other people and Mm. I do talk to other people But and I'm on meetings all day back to back. But I'm not, I am in a team and I collaborate and all of that, but I'm not, it's different when you're in a team, a smaller team and someone's sort of managing you, you're now managing others. So I find with my exercise outside of work, I like to go to places or exercise where I can make friends, mm-hmm. and so when I when I go there, I'm not actually looking forward so much to the exercise at 6 o'clock in the morning. At the gym, I'm actually looking forward to catching mm-hmm. up with the my friends, way. the That's social great. side. That's a great way to look at it. I know they're there, the trainer. I've got. A, I've made personal relationships with these people, and so it's it's kind of like two-in-one. I get to see personally. The people that I really enjoy spending time with, and we're actually doing something that's fun once you start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. hard to get yeah. there, like yeah. it, it, t- it totally is hard to get up. I totally agree with you. But I also play women's soccer, hey, brilliant! And that's in winter and it's outside, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I don't feel like going. Yeah. But the thing that motivates me is I'm part of a team and yeah. I don't want to let them down. Yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. so it's really fun.
2: Yeah, ace. And Leanne, as a woman in leadership so you overcome a lack of diversity and the challenge I guess this has created so would I be right in saying that in finance and technology right we know there's a lack of diversity and gender equality Yes, yeah, so I wanted to ask you a bit more around that aspect how have you as a woman in leadership like dealt with that would it be fair to say that that is something that's in finance as much as it is in technology
0: it was I think when I first when I was at the Commonwealth Bank, especially when I moved to head office, I was one of three women on the floor. And certainly when I was at business banking in Parramatta, I was, there were three women as well, and two were grads. So myself and another lady, and then the receptionist. So, (laughs) so I've always sort of been in the minority. Now there's heaps of female in banking and financial services. I mean, there's there's so many, but I could say categorically I was one of the first. And I can also say that I was one of the first at Commonwealth Bank to have been pregnant (laughs) and come back to work after pregnancies, working part-time at such a sort of high level at the head office in Sydney. So I've always been at that forefront. So it's always been quite normal for me. I grew up with two older brothers. I did karate as a child. It was always guys around and I've always measured myself against men anyway, so growing up. So I've always went, oh, well, you know, I'm better than you to my brothers. (laughs) So you kind of like, it it felt, you know, the competitiveness I think translated into the workforce for me. And then navigating that has been difficult though. It's not easy because there's all these challenges when you're one of the first to do something, but I guess it comes back to whether you really want it badly enough or, and actually what, you know, you believe in, even going to university, there was a lot more males when I went through. So if you feel like you can do it and you're having success doing it, everything points to, well, you can do it. So therefore why would you let that
1: stop you? Brilliant insights. And Leanne, in terms of, like, you've invested greatly in terms of education and professional development, which is evident throughout your career and your journey. Perhaps for listeners, you could share the importance and the value that you've placed on, on making that investment in yourself in terms of building your knowledge base, your capability, networking through that means as well, I'd anticipate. Could you share a bit in terms of, yeah, the, the value that you've got from professional development throughout your journey?
0: Yeah, I think initially you, you don't really know what you want to do, so mm. a Bachelor of Commerce was quite a broad discipline to, mm. to do. And then most recently with the public administration, that's, I did that specifically because I felt that I'd came from the private sector, I had qualifications in accounting, I, I had experience in finance, but I didn't really have policy skills mm. and I recognised the gap. Plus I also thought it would really help me with the networking that you were talking about going through the Australian and New Zealand School of Government because that what they do is they take like 150 people in one cohort and then you go through your two years with those same people. And, and the way that, that program was structured, it was, there was a lot of face-to-face with the same people. And these people were all across government. So, they were all in Commonwealth state, all across the country, different states, different roles, responsibilities. So, it gave me a really great network just all at once. So, stepping into a government, I got a network, I got policy skills, all in two years. Mm. And that could take 10 years to get So that would be the equivalent, I think, of someone in the public sector going to a private sector job and getting an MBA or an engineer getting an MBA. So, yeah, it does really speed up the curve for you and also you're also able to draw on those experiences later on in your career. So even now at VicTrack, I understand the policy Mm -hmm. side of things and I can understand how, how government works. Because I've actually spent some time and I've also had the experience working in central government, which has helped, but I think there's a lot to there's a lot to say about learning through the experience
2: of others.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely fascinating.
2: yeah And on your journey, let's say, is there any one that inspired you to be a leader, and why? Oh uh, yes, I thought about this very closely.
0: <laughs> I think at different times, there's different people. So, you know, sometimes I, I look and I, I, you know, watching television, I think, wow, that person's super, that's, that person's fantastic. And it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to give you a name because it doesn't really matter. I'm not looking at somebody in a particular industry or at the time. I'm just looking at that person as an individual and they're at the top of their field or they, they're really enjoying what they do. And I think, wow, that's leadership. They're really enjoying what they do and they clearly they have passion for it. Clearly they they have a goal for it. I I recall when I was really young, I just looked around and I thought, wow, this world, it's not really equal, is it? It's not really fair. (laughs) And I, I think that inspired me because I felt like, oh, maybe I could do something that could help it and change it because I feel like we're not using all of our talent to address the really difficult we could we could problems mm. i think what we're doing is we're taking the people in privileged positions and giving those people the opportunities to solve these really difficult problems and that's fine except are they the right people do they have the the right skill set or capability, or intellect to be able to solve those problems. And that's what I noticed as a really young child. And that's what inspired me to be a leader because I felt like I could make a difference by being different. I bring those different experiences to help me solve problems into whatever field it is that I would go to.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Leanne. Yeah. We need more people like you in the world. (laughs) Definitely. And look, following on from that, and for our listeners today, what would you say is the importance and what are your thoughts on the importance of having a mentor? I think I think mentors like the
0: professional development side can really speed up your learning curve. Yeah. They can also provide really invaluable support. So in those moments where you doubt yourself, your mentors there to say, well hang on, no you've got this. You'll be fine. And I think even if they don't say anything, you don't want to let them down. Mm.
1: It's a
0: motivator for you. Yeah, it's a a motivator and a bit of a partnership, an unwritten partnership. And I don't think it is really important, but I don't think you have to have a formal mentorship. So you you could be mentored by somebody and it's not called mentoring, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I think those are really powerful because, so for instance, where I am now, my old boss, he probably doesn't realise I'm using him as a mentor, but I am. Um, (laughs) He's done this role before. So I ask him for advice and get insights because I know he's already had success in the role. Yeah. I might not do everything that he had, the way he does it, mm. but I'll take away that learning and that wisdom. Similarly, where I am now, I've got colleagues across different disciplines and if I need to understand more, I'll ask them questions and advice mm. and then I'll go back for a bit more and I'll tell them how I approached it and see what they have to say so that's mentorship as well those types of relationships are important and then I think if you're looking to move outside of where you currently are it's good to have mentors or people in those places where you want to move to to give you those insights and help you make decision about whether you want to go that way or not
2: and is there any kind of I guess, in your career, personal life as well. Is there any quote that you live by? So I looked up this quote. It's something that I
0: I've, I've, I do live by. I've read it about it not too long ago, so I'll say it. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values and your values become your destiny by Gandhi. And I feel like that really resonated with me because I find that to change you've really just got to change your mindset It's all in your head so if you feel like you want to do something it's it comes back to what are the thoughts that you've got in your in your mind and what are the beliefs are your beliefs holding you back and are those thoughts holding you back because they just translate into the actions and that those actions become what you do and that ends up being your life so that's how I live my life by that love it
2: yeah Fantastic. That's actually one of mine as well. (laughs) 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 I have it in my phone saved. (laughs) So there you go. Yeah, that's fantastic. I want to say, Leanne, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. And I'm sure the listeners will join me in in saying that you're an absolute inspiration and we need more people like you in the world. And thank you for being so open and honest today and and sharing your in-depth views and all these areas and particularly your journey throughout your career I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be able to resonate with a lot of what you say and also be able to implement a lot of those ideas into their everyday life as well so thank you so much for being on the show we look forward to continuing to follow your journey as well thank you for joining us on this show until next time listeners we are Mentalist.
0: Thank you for joining us today at The Mentor List. If you'd like to hear more or speak to us about recommending our next interview guests, come on through to mentorlist.com.au. You can also find out more about our suite of mastermind series taking shape in your area, your industry, and your discipline. We look forward to
2: welcoming you to one of our events very soon. Stay tuned for another great show.
0: for listening to the mentor list if you like what you're hearing on the mentor list the best way to support the show is to just take a few seconds to leave a rating and or comment over on itunes you can also find further information about this show and links to further episodes at mentorlist.com.au until next time this is the mentor list